Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life. And welcome to today's episode and welcome to BB Dalman. Um, lovely as always to be here. And this week's episode, we're going to be diving into befriending ourselves and what that looks like maybe in our day-to-day life, what it actually means, and even sort of the deeper deeper layers to, to it as well that maybe prevent us from moving into that relationship with ourselves is how I would see it. Like, And Bibi, lovely to have you here as always. So good to be here, Rosie. <laughs> so I'd love maybe to start with what even does befriending yourself mean? The way I see it is befriending yourself is like the way you make friends with somebody, you know, um, it's like growing into knowing yourself. And with that comes, you know, all the beautiful things of discovering new things about yourself and, um, and finding out about things that you love about yourself. But I think it also brings in those aspects of noticing those things that you, you know, you might not be so proud about yourself and uh, those things that you, you know, that are a little bit more uncomfortable um, and learning to befriend them as well. Just the way, you know, when we move into a relationship with someone, we can, you know, um, hold space for both of their, their sides, the ones that seem to us beautiful and the ones that may trigger us a little bit, you know, I think be on a first layer maybe yeah 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 I would I totally agree with everything you said um yes for me it's like getting to know ourselves and and all the little aspects of ourselves like and I think especially in the world we live in we sometimes just think there's a certain way that we're meant to be or should be or we're very harsh on ourselves as well of maybe how we're meeting life and meeting the world and meeting ourselves or the stuff that's going on in our lives like I think it's such like it sort of can be sort of watered down, like, you know, but I think it's such a powerful practice or an understanding of it is getting to know ourselves, like, you know, all parts of ourselves, the parts that work really well, the parts that maybe hold us back a little bit, the parts that we don't understand yet, the parts that we aren't even aware of, like, but getting to come into relationship with ourselves, like, because then we get to choose how we interact with that and maybe get to know a little bit more of what we need, like. Mm. I think in line with what you said, they were befriending ourselves, this idea that actually seeing, and it seems so obvious, but, you know, seeing ourselves as a human being, because we, we live in times where mm-hmm. there's so much of us is like, is about being productive and, you know, taking care of others and being a productive part of society that we can sometimes life can feel that we, we feel like almost a rob- robot in, you know, in the mechanics of, of, of life. And it's all about doing and producing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so the idea of befriending ourselves is like recognizing that we're a human being. And of course we know that in some level, but do we know that in the way we interact with ourselves, you know, in the way we, we speak to ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think we all have days where we, um, if we were to use the same tone of voice that we use to ourselves with our friends, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) we probably would have, you know, a considerable amount of, you know, um, speaking, being, being spoken back to in, in, in that way, you know, but because it's ourselves, we don't even notice that we can be quite harsh in our language. Um, but I think it's really, um, underneath it all is, is deepening the awareness of, you know, the, we're human being and what does it actually mean? And to me comes back to seeing the magic, 
that it really is to being alive and to being a human being. And I think we, we see that um, when we look at little babies, you know, um, I just a few months ago got a little nephew mm. <laughs> and got that experience for the first time. <laughs> and, you know, uh, and just seeing little children like that, how perfect they come into the world and um, how incredible yeah, there's a fingernail and every finger and their, you know, the eyes are working mm. and, you know, they have all their little organs all there on, you know, and, um, and just to think that we were that magical little baby too, um, one at one mm. time and, and, and to remember that, you know, um, to really see ourselves in, in that way. So to me, befriending ourselves, just this is about compassion, right? This is about um, mm. kindness to ourselves as well. Mm. Like, definitely. Like, it's like we sometimes forget the wide spectrum of life that we experience like you know and then and then sometimes that little, two little boxes of good and bad and right and wrong positive and negative don't do it any justice whatsoever so for me like from just from the work that I do and sitting with people and sitting with myself it's like when we take life out of those two boxes and see it as this big long like there's no labeling to it it's just life that way and sometimes life gives us the most beautiful experiences and sometimes it gives us the crappiest of things on our desk you know like but if I can understand how and why I interact with things in the way that I do that allows me then to be that little bit more gentle with myself versus why did you do that like you know oh my god you were so stupid you shouldn't have done that there this is not how you're meant to meet this part of your life this is not how you're meant to show up in the world or this is not how you're meant to be speaking that or you know you were wrong to do this to know where we're so aggressive towards ourselves that if I can understand maybe where that is coming from and even if I can't label it or go oh it was from you know when I was six years old and this happened or something but understand that that's a part of me that is hurting that maybe I can turn towards it and interact with myself maybe just a little bit differently like because I do think sometimes through the work through the work of getting to know ourselves I think we sometimes forget healing is about getting to know ourselves do you know, I think we sometimes just think it's about taking parts out. You know, that's a word I often hear people sit in front of me go, you know, can we just remove that? And I'm like, oh, God, no, we're not going to be removing anything. Like, you know, like we're going to be getting to know those parts. Do you know, like, or, you know, can I, can you get this out of me? Or how can I just fix this? Do you know, and I think the language and sometimes is so limiting to it because it's like, well, we're not fixing you because we're getting to, you're getting to know yourself. You're getting to know who you are in this moment around this aspect of your life and because maybe it's new or maybe it's very triggering and it's activating you that if you're to take our like our own hands nearly like and walk that younger you around this and get them to show you what's really going on here because our adult eyes will go into the you know but my logical brain tells me I shouldn't be my logical brain tells me I should be able to get up in the morning and do my bloody self-routine but no part of me can actually do it. <laughs> do you know, like, so it's like, but the, maybe the younger part or the wise elder or the inner child or whatever aspect I choose to work with might have more information about that there. Like, so to me, it's like, you know, it's really that deep getting to know all parts of me, like, without holding any part of me to judgment. Like, mm. yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I think. Along those lines as well, the the idea that I 
um, that sometimes befriending ourselves in this idea that, you know, we're not fixing anything. Well, am I stuck with these aspects of myself? Then, you know, yeah. that this idea that, you know, well, it's all going to be lukewarm, but I have to accept that and I have to live with that and it's going to be horrible. And, you know, the idea of befriending something as, you know, it's like when we get closer to anyone or anything, we we get more information. It's through through contact, mm. whether it's the physical contact, where it's emotional contact. Um, when we move into, and this goes, this goes, I think, uh, you know, glow on a global scale as well as countries or like you know cultures. From afar, a culture a culture can seem very scary, but then when you actually go and travel into that mm. uh, country and you you see other aspects and you see how a certain way of being in life that is so strange to you, but maybe while you were traveling has actually really helped you out. You know the that the welcoming that you received mm. in that country in their own customs, and and then you know if you move even closer and you may get to you know a particular person and the closer and closer you move in uh, you know you you get to see the humanity within it all and and to me that is befriending it is is it's it's coming in contact with and when we look at that ourselves it's like a lot of the times for 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 various reasons we look at ourselves almost from the outside right it's like the actions oh i wasn't able to get that Mm -hmm. done i'm too late for this here i'm too tall too skinny too big to you know fill in the list what 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 we're too much of or too little of Mm -hmm. but that's really also i think always when we look at ourselves from from the outside and the, the befriending process is then not just going like well like I'm stuck with that version of myself kind of which just to me is like really deflating um is the idea of befriending and climbing in and getting to understand you know ourselves and meeting ourselves on this closer level and as a yoga teacher was that what I felt always isn't is in, in classes when 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 you break something down in terms of how a joint for example works you know um when you give people context and when we got to start to understand how complex and beautifully our, our body is actually mm-hmm. designed um, then we can work with in alignment with that, you know, that design. And we're moving away from all oh, my hamstrings are too tight or, you know, my quads aren't strong enough, my glutes aren't strong enough. If we see the functionality within, we can adjust our movement so uh, the functionality is enhanced. And I think sometimes it helps to make it almost like less personal in order to make it more personal right if you look at like because everyone has a similar shoulder joint of course the bone structure in itself mm-hmm. is different with every human being uh, and the muscular structure is such but you know there is a commonality that we all carry and sometimes i find when teaching yoga it's going through that commonality uh and understanding wow i'm living in this in this body and all of these systems have to come together to make it work it has enough distance to my personal self. So I was like, okay, maybe it can start to befriend my physical self on that level. I might still not like exactly the way my voice sounds or the way I did this mm. and this and this, but like I can start to shift my body image from something that it should be this and that to, okay, I can, maybe I'm still in that frame of mind, but I can also see the functionality and what has to come together in order to work. And so to me, befriending sometimes ourselves through those aspects that are a little more communal is really, really helpful. And then we can climb in and get it, get into more personal stuff. Yeah. Mm. But it's definitely getting close to me. Befriending has, has to have something to do with the literal and the symbolic meaning of contact. Mm. It's like something opposite yourself. Do you know, like when you're if you're on your first date or or if you're with a really good friend and all they're like, you know, you're sitting your full hopefully your focus is on them or you're looking at all the little details or trying to sort of see in behind, you know, oh 
that it's doing the same with ourselves like but not in a way either that it because you know because it's it's like a lot of things the phrases get watered down like you know so it's not like you know upbringing yourself is an easy thing Mm-mm. it's it's not it's not easy like that way I mean, if anybody can find it easy fair play that way like but it's it's not because we're we're getting to know the parts or hold the parts that maybe we've we've tried to run from or try to fix and change or think they should be different like so to me it's like you know it's it's not another project that we take on and go you know this is my alert this is my next project now is to befriend myself like it's like a life like no friendship you don't go to a friendship oh i think that friendship now is at the best it could ever be like it's going to shift and change and it's alive right yeah, so we're tending to it in every moment, like from the little spaces of how we maybe meet ourselves in the morning to when we're triggered, when we're activated or when we're really at peace or just how we maybe stub our toe and how we speak to ourselves, you know, or when we're outside going, oh, you should be inside now at the computer or simple things like I think sometimes rather than making it big, big parts of ourselves that we only tend to ourselves when we're really highly activated, that we tend to ourselves like we can see that we're tending to ourselves in all of the other little moments from maybe how I wash my hair in the morning to how you maybe have a shower or a bath or how you step out the door, you know, like how you greet nature, how you greet your family or yourself in the morning, you know, all the little small parts that they can be seen as, oh, that's me doing it versus it can only happen when X, Y, Z is happening. Like, mm. I think the intentionality behind that, right? Like mm. I can wash my hair because it's time I need to wash my hair or I can wash my hair with the intention of self-care, you know, and yeah. while I'm washing my hair, give my scalp a really nice quick massage in it. So it, things don't have to take more time where, you know, it's not even that we have to do thing, different things. It's, it's yeah. the intention with which we, we, we attend ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, and I think before even befriending, I think it's, it's exactly in those small things. It's like seeing ourselves, right? It's in those small moments, you know, when, when you happen to put a watch on and you touch your, your opposite yeah. wrist, you know, and just linger there for, for a brief moment going like, okay, I'm, I'm here in my physicality and how far we rem- we're removed from ourselves, never mind befriending, but even seeing ourselves is usually when we, you know, meditation is always that, mm. that example, you know, when we take all distractions away and it's just us with us. It's just like really awkward elevator ride with a stranger. You know, you're going to go in and you don't know, should I say hello? Should I not say hello? I don't know. I'm going to say the whole body tenses up and, you know, meditation can have a very similar feel to it where, you know, and then of course we have learned to uh, even make that awkwardness pink and fluffy and pack things mm-hmm. on that, you know, to distract us. But sometimes it's, it's, I think it's, it, it's, it's important to sit with the reality of, of, wow, I, it's not never mind befriending myself. Maybe the first step is actually seeing myself, you know, just being with myself. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be in half an hour meditation, but meditation is just one of those triggers, I think, where, where stuff comes up for us, where all of a sudden we remember, you know, we have to do the washing. We have to, yeah. you know, I had no interest in putting the washing load on, you know, for the last three days. But like now that we sit in meditation, it's like, oh, I could have run that while I was sitting, you know, and then you end up getting up and doing stuff. And it's those little things, they're all, it doesn't actually matter what it is that gets you up and off the cushion. It's the fact that something gets you up and off the cushion. And the answer to that is found actually on the cushion. Because mm-hmm. whenever we're going out there to do something and, oh, my God, I forgot something like that, no matter how, I mean, unless you have the fire on, you know, on the yeah. stove, 
it might be worth getting up, up and out, but usually any other situation it can, can, can wait for another five or 10 or 20 or an hour, okay. you know, um, it's really the question is what is it that get what is it that I'm running away from within myself to seeing and I think a lot of it has to do um, with the image we we see on the outside and at every moment you know how a human being should look and should behave. I'm just gonna pause because there's somebody driving past here. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of living in the country, the factor. <laughs> Goes by once, once a month usually. <laughs> yeah, this idea is like when we look around, it's like, you know, how we see ourselves, you know, as human beings, there is this mechanism built in, inside of us, like we see ourselves through mirroring. And so, I mean, in an ideal world, we have another human being across from us that sees us and we see the humanity in each other. But a lot of the times we see images um, of another human being that is most likely polished in some mm. way or another. And so through a sense of comparison and, you know, we, we, we go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite as good as, or looking in this way or have achieved that, you know? And so I think, um, befriending ourselves is like so much to do with get in touch with before yourself, maybe even with real people around you, you know, those friends that, you know, where you have a relationship where neither of you is pretending that they have their life together, you know, and if they have their life together, you all celebrate yeah. together, but there's a sense of honesty. And I think that real human connection is so, so valuable to, to see the, the ups and downs in someone else's life and to, you know, walk them with them and to, to see their struggles and, you know, to see what they don't like in themselves, but you as a friend absolutely deeply cherish in them, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I think through that, we get an understanding of ourselves when we have this relationship where you really hate something about yourself, but you might realize, you know, your friend actually loves that aspect of yourself. And then we get to see that nothing is absolute, absolute, you know, what's within mm -hmm. us. And I think that starts to soften something, but it's so important that we, uh, that we take good care of ourselves, that our self image is not created in a relationship to ourselves. It's not mirrored through fictional images um, or human beings in, in a peak expression of themselves you know so if you take for example like a 100 meter sprinter you know and you go well i can never run as fast well that that person can most likely not run as fast in about three months time as well because they stopped peaking mm -hmm. you know so we 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 got to understand that and when we compare ourselves to somebody it's in a peak expression financially and then we express you know compare ourselves to somebody who's an exp peak expression of self-love. And then we go, well, we should be the accumulation of all those other people when they're in a peak expression. So well, when we have real human contact, and not saying that these are not real human beings, but they're not people that we have a, a, a casual chat with on a day-to-day -day basis, yeah. right? So I think that is really important, um, especially in times when we're so much on our screens and there's so many images coming through us. It's subconsciously we're trained constantly that our attention goes outward. So as a first step to befriending ourselves, it's, I think it's befriending our friends again. And then through that human contact, we see the humanity and the beauty in, in the ups and downs and the perceived faults. And I think then befriending ourselves may feel a little more approachable. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then as you were saying, like, you know, when you're chatting with your friends, you're also sort of realizing how I speak to them when they're 
moving through life or they're going, oh, I'm no good at this or I can't do this here and I shouldn't do this here and I don't think I'd be able for that there. That you're not, more than likely, you're not going to sit and go, yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, like, oh yeah, you're a horrible person. You're going to reflect different aspects that they maybe can't see. And it's the same then. I do, and then we all know that they're like, but it's, it's such a hard thing to allow in then is like, can I allow that into myself? But then maybe what gets in the way of that there? The understanding that they're like, what prevents me from having that empathy and kindness towards myself? Like, and sometimes we just need it reflected to us to realize, oh, actually, yeah, I forgot. I forgot like not to speak so harsh to myself or to hold myself up to such high unachievable standards like, you know, or to compare myself to people who, as you said, I'm not sitting opposite with. So I'm not hearing the messiness that it took to get there, to be at that peakness as well. Like I'm only seeing the finished product, like, so I'm not seeing all the stuff that was put in, took out or like whatever the words you want to use, like put all the growth through it or the disintegration through it. Like, so by having sort of those outward reflections, we're getting to maybe know ourselves then as well, how to interact with ourselves or we're getting to hear maybe the voice that we would like to speak to ourselves with. You know, because maybe you're sharing with a friend, you're not going to be using that harsh voice that you might use towards yourself. Like it's going to come from a very different space. Like, so it's like, oh, okay, can I use that towards myself? Like, I always just see it as, you know, it's nearly just like the little small us taking us by the hand. You mentioned your little nephew. I know he's only, only little, very little, but you know, like if you think of three, four, two, three, four, where they reach for the little hand, like to me, it's just like, you know, you're doing that to yourself. That younger you or that little you or that teenager you is taking you by the hand and going, okay, you know, like let's, Let's visit this here. Let's walk around this here. Let me sort of nearly bring the understanding or the healing or the kindness to you. Like, I always just see it as a sort of like your own hand reaching out to your own hand. Go, come here, come back. Let's just sit and breathe. And maybe not for even fixing, but let's just sit and breathe and be here, like with how, how we're feeling or what we're saying and then not judging ourselves for how we were feeling or what we were saying or how hard we were speaking on ourselves or what we were doing to ourselves to push ourselves and move forward. So for me, it's this constant little cycle where you forget and then you remember five seconds later and then you'll forget for another three months and then you'll remember like, but yeah, totally like, and then also sitting opposite people show us like we're seeing the beauty and the qualities in them. Do you know, like, so we're allowing ourselves to go, if I really admire that part, can I allow myself to grow or cultivate that? in me like not because like not it's not like a the way it's not like every quality but there's certain things that and it's not just with one person you'll see it in loads of people at the same time where you're like going oh god like you'll write down all your favorite people and you'll go okay what's oh they're all really like you know oh yeah they all do xyz or they're all really confident or they all really speak their mind or they're all just really centered you're like or they're all just really kind like or that's what i see in them and then to me, it's like, okay, that wee part of me is looking for that there as well. Like, so can I allow myself to start planting that little seed and tending to it and watering it a little bit? Mm. Yeah. And I think it's also important to let ourselves off the hook because oh, yeah. <laughs> befriending ourselves is, is so difficult because if you even think the difference between befriending a friend and befriending a family member, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's sort of spiraling in, you know, in friends, we, we, we choose, uh, we can move in and out of relationships with friends 
family, it's already a lot more difficult in in that way, isn't that? There's a spiritual idea of you see how how much you've grown yeah. within a year when Christmas comes around and everyone is a little bit under under pressure and you know we're all coming together and how much you know we can befriend our mm-hmm. our family members within that. Well, befriending ourselves is then on that level when you look at the spiritual lens it's actually a, another layer of difficulty, you know, yeah. because you can't choose yourself. You're sort of, in a way, you've, this time around, this is the way you express yourself or what you've been given in it in a way. You can refine it and nuance and discover it in that way, but you can't run away from yourself. And we oftentimes, I think, try that. So mm-hmm. to use our external environment in that way and to become aware of sort of this spiralic movement inwards you know in terms of our ability to be kind and considerate and and loving to you know friends and then to our family and then eventually to ourselves you know uh, and it, it's not just one spiral it kind of keeps 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 going around but mm-hmm. that is one of the I think reasons why uh, staying in touch with ourselves and looking at ourselves through a kind lens it's just so much more difficult than looking at someone else and our friends and go oh my god you know I love you and I you know, don't, don't worry that about this and that, like, that's fine. You know, I take the whole lot of you, you know, your quirks, in fact, your quirks make me smile and they bring, you know, they make life a little interesting with you because I never quite know, you know, you might be five minutes late, you might be 10 minutes late, you might be five minutes early. I don't know. We might meet in different places, you know, like if you can have that relationship with someone else, you know, um, it's, it's a doorway, doorway in. So, but I think it's important to, um, to be very gentle with ourselves. And I think it's also something that we, I think collectively are moving towards. I think that's a spiritual Mm -hmm. development, a human growth development. I think um, so, you know, just in case someone is listening and like, oh my God, like I'm not friends with myself, you know, again, am I missing something? No, we're we're all sort of, there's there's a spectrum, right? And we oscillate on that. Um, Some days it's easy for ourselves to forgive ourselves and some days it's easier to love all aspects of ourselves. And on other days, it seems like a complete impossible concept. So um, I think Mm. that that's why we're doing the practices, you know, to me, that's also one of the reasons why physical embodiment is so important because when I can start to, be in my body as it moves and understand myself on a functional level better and mm-hmm. see how adaptable the human body actually is. You know, it's, it's the physical body is always a doorway in and it's a way of mm-hmm. having to be with the physical body, which is more tangible, you know, to be with your thoughts is much more difficult. Your thoughts come and go, come and go and the emotions come and go, but the physical body is, it, is to some extent a constant. So when it comes to, anchoring your attention into the physical body in a a physical practice dance practice it doesn't matter any practices that you consciously use tai chi to move the physical body can be a beautiful gateway to you know instead of looking at the aesthetics of the body looking at the functionality Mm -hmm. because then you're coming towards a quality of aliveness you know if you think that this body has carried you this far and every time you when you stand at the top of your yoga mat and you place your feet hip distance apart you spread your toes you know this moment of looking at your feeding going well they've carried me that many years through life you know mm. um what else on a very practical level is that wearable you know i don't think you have a single mm. pair of shoes apart from the size that wouldn't fit you anymore that would last that long and so sometimes you have to bring a little bit of humor into it but it's 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 true we're building this incredible way that we're constantly adapting and i think when we can see that on a physical level um and we spend a little bit of time with ourselves i think things start to 
start to shift. Um, so my invitation would be to to use, if you have a physical practice of any sort, to maybe use that practice that's practice that's already there as as a doorway into befriending yourself. You know, as like, okay, are you using this practice in order to achieve peak physical expression? Which you can use a yoga practice for as well, deep back bends and so on. But it's not exclusive. You can you can work on that and at the same time befriending your body. You know, I mean, that's what essentially you want to explore a full range of movement while hopefully falling in love with ourselves ever more every time we come onto the mat. I mean, that that's ultimately the idea. Um, or if you use dance or tai chi or any other practice, but that would be sort of my my invitation to, you know, maybe start defending mm-hmm. yourselves even on that level. What about you? Do you have any ways that? you feel are, 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 I mean, there's so many ways I know, but any ways that you feel mm-hmm. like are maybe more approachable or maybe interesting or different to that idea of befriending yourselves? I think it's really, um, for me, I think it's really important to understand that it will be unique to each person and their sort of their life and their history to date. Like, you know, like, so for some people, Sitting and meditating will never, ever, ever, ever work. No matter how much they sit on their back ends, because it's just, it's just, it's just not going to be the access point that they'll do it. Like, you know, it'll be the part then maybe where they end up annoyed at themselves. Not even if they've been sitting on that mat for a year, like it's just may never work because it's just not aligned to the experiences that they've had. Where else maybe working through the physical body, the somatic experience allows them. And then for other people, that's just not a way to befriend self because the body maybe doesn't feel like it's a safe place or there's too much wounding held in it. Like, you know, so I think the, it's like the initial part is like we sort of figure out, you know, what works for me, like. Just for this moment, that's the gateway into it. For some people, it can be journaling, like creativity. It can be just getting to know those moments where I, I abandon myself, leave myself, where I either energetically feel it or I actually keep, you know, not being able to do certain things. I'm going, but why can't I keep, you know, like somebody rings and I drop everything and I go do that there. I get an email, I drop everything and I go do that there. Even though it was really important for me maybe to sit down and have my breakfast or it was really important for me to go for that walk or really important for me just to sit and journal for five seconds, like, but where we drop, we drop ourselves. Do you know, like, and, and I know that because that would be a massive thing that I would do, like, and even still I have to watch it, like, where things will come in. I'll go, okay. And literally, like, it's like a bookcase. I'll just drop it and go onto that there. So it's, to me, it's like, you know, can I see where I drop me? And then, and where my needs maybe I feel aren't as important then as maybe what is coming, be coming from, usually from the outside, coming from the outside. And sometimes it's inside because it's just a little bit uncomfortable to be there. Like, so for me, it's like finding, is it through the physical body, the mental body, through creativity, through just energy, through sitting in practice, you know, as you said, dancing, writing, any aspect, like play with it, it can all be used once the intention is there to befriend the self, like that way. So finding out what sort of works for you. Um, or even through sort of just dialoguing with your soul, your spirit, like, but to me that, that sort of, in a sense, simple, but really fucking hard at the same time is like creating one little thing every day that you do for you and keeping it really small and really simple because it's kind of like when I teach healing, I'm like, yeah, we're, we all have the great intention of doing an hour every day. And I know if you're first learning something, 
that's going to be out the window after day two. <laughs> but 10 minutes a day. But then it's shown up to that. And that's hard. Do you know, like that's hard to show up to that commitment. As in, I will write for 10 minutes. I will dance for 10 minutes. I will go for a walk for 10 minutes. Even if I only get as far as my gate. I will do yoga for 10 minutes. I will sit and do a journey for 10 minutes. Whatever it might be. Like, But it's this little part where you're showing up for yourself and committing to yourself. And to me, that's a big part because it's like, I'm here for me. And I think a lot of us have been taught, drop yourself if somebody else needs you. Like, And there will be times where, yes, like that might be needed if it's a big emergency. Like, But we're doing it a lot for little things that Instagram notifications, emails, or things that aren't that important that will wait. Do you know, like, but that's... It's little, but it's got big, massive sort of ripples throughout all of life, I think. Like, so sometimes rather than aiming for the juggler, start with a little small seed and see what comes from that there. Like, so to me, it's like the, the daily practice of someone for five, 10 minutes and just show up, you know, and that's, I was chatting to somebody during the week and they're like, you know, I just, everything, they're going through a really constru- constructive part of life at the minute. Like, and they're like, you know, my practice has just gone to the dogs. Like, I'm like, perfect, just sit in your bum for five minutes. She's like, is that all right? And I'm like, yeah. I go, I give you permission to sit in your arse for five minutes with your hands just on your lap, set an intention to receive healing, and that's it. And she's like, I can do that. And I'm like, yeah, that's all. I go, that's just you just showing up for yourself. And I go, and just let whatever else needs to be there, be there. Like, And to me, that is so easily said and so hard to do. And I'm not saying that frivolously as in just do that. I know that is hard to do. Like, but to me, it's like it'll have big ramifications. Maybe not today, tomorrow, this week, this month, but further down the road, you're like, it started from that little place of 10 minutes for me. Yeah. So that's, that'll be my little thing. That's beautiful. Um, and I think as well, in line with that one, to also give yourself permission then when you do. Uh, mess up or if you do yeah not even that to find in that moment like there is actually in every moment is an opportunity right to to yeah. kind of shift that coming home to yourself like oh my god like how did I end up now you know on that phone call with that other person whereas <laughs> I like I, I thought I'm actually still sitting on that cushion for the, you know, those five minutes yeah. or three minutes. And even then, if you can shift your, your, your attitude words to like a, to a smirk, to a, to a sense of like, huh, interesting, but interesting, yeah. hmm, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a, yeah. like in a light way rather than there is me again. I can't do anything. I can't fulfill anything. So it's just like, even in our failures, if we can catch a brief moment of going like, oh, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. You know, it can shift everything because then ultimately in that moment, it wasn't about even sitting or spending an hour yeah. in a yoga mat. It was about catching that moment at yes. any point. And you can catch yourself even the last moment you go to bed at night. You go, oh my God, just that, oh, that was one of those days. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And so yeah. I think it's the accumulation of all those moments, right? Every time we're trying to sitting down, we're trying to see ourselves that builds this momentum where we're befriending yourself where where it becomes just so much more enjoyable to be in yourself and to be in your life and that does not mean out of circumstances have to fall into place there is just a sense of actually being at home it's not a you know 
um, like, oh yeah, that's all right. That's just what I've been given to. There's actually, imagine that being, being in a position where you live, not all the time, but towards it more moments, maybe progressively where you're in awe with, mm. with, with life and yourself to some extent, you know, and, and doesn't mean we have to necessarily like what life presents ourselves and doesn't mean we have to mm. like, agree with what life presents ourselves, but there can be all of that, the disagreement mm. and the struggle and the like, Oh, I really don't like where I am right now in life. And at the same time, be friendly with ourselves. Mm. And I think when we externalize it in a way and, and take it to a friendship, we know when we've had a friend who walked a difficult path with us, the difficult path didn't change, but it made it so much easier to walk. And we yeah. most likely have done that for friends as well. And so it just if we can do that for ourselves to some extent, it just makes walking that path, the difficult path, a little more manageable, mm. but it also gives more value and more beauty to those moments that are light and beautiful because we actually see them. We're actually at home in mm. ourselves and really give ourselves permission to see those too. Yeah. So it just comes with such a beautiful ripple effect in every every extension of life. Mm, beautiful, like yeah, that's it exactly. Like beautiful, beautiful. Anything you'd like to add before we wrap up for this little installment of befriending ourselves? Um, I think I think we've we've touched on a, on a lot yeah. a lot of points, and of course we can go into into way many more. But I think overall, it's it's. It's again, and I think I said it at the end of every episode. <laughs> I want to say, because I'm saying it to myself here as well, um, we have just the, the possibility of finding a little more softness in all of that, a little more kindness yeah. in, in all of that. Ultimately, I think that's, that's no matter which angle we're coming from and we have been coming from, from the, over the last episodes, it's, it's, it's ultimately mm. always holding ourselves with a little more gentleness, kindness. I think that's, that's always important mm. when we explore those ways of yeah you know, weaving the healing journey into, into our life. Yeah, none of it is, none of what we're saying or none of the topics we discuss are meant to be the stick that we beat ourselves with then, like, not that way, like, yeah. So my little final thought would be to ask yourself in this moment, what do you need right now? And to really honour that and give it to yourself if you can in this moment. But otherwise, thank you very much for being with us for another episode. And we look forward to connecting with you all again in the coming weeks. And as we said at the end of most episodes, any questions, any feedback, any topics you'd like to hear us talk about, um, please just drop us an email and we will see what we can do. And otherwise, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalind McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com. <laughs>